The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass and Wild Boys and Viva La Bam. My name is Mikey Aaronworth. I am joined, as always, by my brother and co-host, Chris Aaronworth. Jay still hasn't managed to show up, uh, but that's not going to let us. We're not going to let that stop us. We are going straight into Wild Boys, episode eight. Chris, tell us a little something about this episode. This episode came out on December 14th, 2003, and it was a great, great day. Actually, you know what? History might say a little bit differently, but uh, this was actually the day George Bush announced the capture of Saddam Hussein. Oh. So it's actually a pretty heavy day. I, I was... remember America was jacked up and pumped up. And you know what? Saddam was a bad guy, but the weapons of mass destruction thing, I don't know. You know what I mean? You know what? Why don't we uh, take a break this episode from Wild Boys and we'll just have Chris, why don't you tell us all your opinion on uh, nuclear warfare and, uh, and America? And... Fuck. Yeah. That's OK, there I we know. go. There we go. So <laughs> on, on the right side of history, uh, uh, Chris Aaronworth uh, will, will tell you what you need to know. Uh, but Chris, yeah, as we mentioned, uh, Jay no longer here, still still away. We, we've been uh, trying to get in touch with him. Not 100 percent sure what his deal is, but we're hoping to have him back maybe in the next week or or so um uh until then we're going straight to belize belize navidad baby just in time for christmas this episode is coming out today if you if you're listening to this the day it comes out just two days before christmas so belize navidad makes sense we've got uh the second largest barrier reef there i didn't realize belize was a place that we would even think about visiting uh but we've got the wild boys there well, I know I was in Belize. We've been to Belize. No, I know I've been yeah, there. Yeah, that's where Cave Chubin happened. Cave Chubin, and we're going to see Chubin. a lot of caves as well. As we mentioned on earlier episodes, Chris and Mikey, the wild boys of the Jackass podcast, mm-hmm. we've been most of these places uh, that they're visiting. That's actually true. Yeah, so we start off. Uh, I, I'm curious, though, when they say something like Belize, it's like at a certain point, is Pontius just like on vacation? And they're like, yo, Chris, Mike. we need to. F- yeah. Here's the thing. I, You know me. I watch all my naked and afraids and all these things. Belize is actually what they refer to as like the dirty jungle. It's like oh. one of the worst rainforest jungles in terms of things wanting to kill you. Holy shit. World. Really? Yeah. And people don't realize it. It's like, it has all these different, I was actually talking to a buddy who's, who was in the army and he did his, what they call like wet training, uh, which is like the jungle training. And that's where they take them Belize. And that's like the sketchiest place. They got like fair to land snakes. They got like tons of like jaguars and crazy animals. It's actually one of like the most dangerous jungle areas uh, speaking of wet training i did some wet training with an ex of mine and she had a pretty dirty jungle as well and, and that's why we didn't last <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that sounds like she gave you the old booty benafi am i right chris what did you say was that you chris? was that you no no i didn't say anything what was did you no, say i said something? i said uh i said what? uh sounds like she gave you the old booty benafi am i right oh j jay 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 you've been here this whole t- what the fuck where where did that come from? Where well, have you been? Benidi Benafi, uh, sorry if, for my pronunciation might not be correct, but that, that's actually good morning. Uh, one of the ways you might hear good morning in, um, it's an African-based language, Gary Funa. Hold up one second. Benidi Benafi. We have something Benafi. we need to address here, Jay. What? Where have you been? What are you talking about? Been here the whole time. We, we, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I, the one thing has been weird, though. You guys have been fucking weird. Like, thanks for addressing me finally. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, I've been making so many good poo jokes, oh. one liners. And, like, I feel like every time you just talk over me, Chris doesn't even fucking acknowledge me. Like, when was the last time he said, hey, br- brothers for life? And uh, no, fuck you. We're not brothers anymore. I miss the banter. Oh, my we used God. To have. I'm just I, realizing this. What? I had. Your microphone muted for the past six weeks, Jay. Is that what that little button Sorry. is? That's that what that over? button is. Because I, I actually, I was, I was playing around with some of the settings before this. Oh my god! Okay, wait, uh, wait, no, wait, don't worry, Jay. It's fine. I, I no. think I, you know what. There's a reason why our reviews have been going up. Uh, but let's let's get you back in but here. I did, uh, what about well, what about uh, episode six? You remember episode, episode six, six, right? Uh, I. Oh, of course. That, I, I remember that was the breakthrough six. episode. I, I came. Chris was on a on a tangent about uh, Pontius's 
ass cheeks and and i had a moment yeah. where i i realized the meaning of life and while we're all here why we exist and our purpose on this planet and i spent a good two minutes you guys were talking a lot during it but it was pretty profound stuff are you telling me that did not make the episode oh jay um you know what have uh, you have you, you have you listened to the uh, episode no, I haven't had time. I've just been so busy, you know. Okay, I, then yeah, no, it did. It made it. It made it. Chris, I'll talk to you after this. Up with some good uh, shit. But yeah, no, Jay, yeah. it's been there. We're just we're joking. We've heard yeah. you this whole no, time. I just want all, all my brothers and make... sisters to feel the connection and the love of uh, that message, and I, I really hope it made it out there because, like, I, I think I really hit the nail on the head, boys. I think I I, I know the meaning of life. I, I can I could restate it here. Are you sure it's in the episode? I mean, I can go over it mm-hmm. again. Maybe it's not that important. Yeah, no, it's not, now that you we now that you it? offer it, it's definitely uh, okay, in the fucking cool. episode. It's it's absolutely cool. there. Yeah. Okay, so no, so Jay, welcome. Uh, I mean, not welcome back. You've been here the whole time, so it's good to continue to have you with no interruption and just being in the state that you were always in. Um, I do want to say to the listener, the listener may not notice, but the viewer might. Um, I had a minor surgery recently, so I can't really smile properly. My face may look weird on the video. Uh, and hey, if you're listening to this and you haven't checked us out on YouTube, go do that because you'll get to see me looking all fucking weird. Uh, uh, apart- you looking weird. The rest of the world is fuck. You're one awesome <laughs> devil, buddy. Well, uh, thank you very much. I just can't smile. So I'm going to avoid that. And so you guys, uh, if you can promise me not to be as funny as you normally are, uh, we'll move right on. Uh, Jay, why don't you uh, take the reins and lead us through Belize? <laughs> it, it literally hurts. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, sorry. That's a nervous tick I developed from uh, trying to over the past couple of weeks. But you guys weren't listening. Sometimes I would just scream into the microphone in hopes that someone would hear me. Kind of like <laughs> screaming being trapped. Imagine like a scene from any sci-fi movie where a guy gets shot out into space in an escape pod and he's screaming and he just wants someone to hear him. But no one can hear you. No one that's can what, hear that's you That's what they say there. about space, baby. Behind the mute, it's a scary, scary world. I don't wish that on any of you. Anyway, hey, storks are fun. Uh, And did you guys know, this is actually a true, very true thing, storks equal family values. I think we all know that. that. I don't even, really didn't even have to say it. Uh, But when it comes to storks, I think uh, the proper greeting in their stork culture is to present a fish in the buttocks, which is what Steve-O has done here for their pleasure. As we all Uh, do with our families. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, you know, I I love Steve-O in this segment because he's trying to feed the bird, but he's so sick of this fucking bird, as he said. He's, he's like, I've had enough of you, man. I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, what I don't understand is why is he so scared of this bird? He's done way worse things and he's like terrified of this fucking thing. That's such a good point. I've noticed this about Steve-O is sometimes he does the most gnarly shit and doesn't think twice about it. Like later in this episode, he jumps into a, a giant hit in the water with sharks and and he's okay with it and then other times he just gets in his own head i think and this is one of those cases where steve-o is this is i loved this one because steve-o is so fucking weird like the lines you get from him he's like a little baby he's like a little kid he's like i've really had enough of you man and like to hear him say that to a bird with all earnesty yeah, is just hilarious fucking and, bird. He, and you can hear someone off camera it may have been jeff tremaine i'm not sure who it is but they're like they're like dude like Get get on with it, and he's and then he turns to the camera and he's so sad and he's like, "I'm putting it in my butt, all right." And like like, how often do you get to say that? And it's just you say it with sincerity. It was it was adorable. Yeah, he's uh, it's it, yeah, exactly like you guys said. It seems like just some days he's game for anything, and other days he's freaking out. And this one definitely doesn't follow my whole theory of if he was like, if it's a place where you couldn't get drugs because right. Belize, you could get anything you fucking want. Trust me. Yeah. Good place to go on vacation. Well, he seemed like he was in a good mood, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, the bird got a bite. I'd say he really nipped him in the butt there. Oh, Jay. <laughs> oh, you guys, Jay. You guys and missed me, that right? Kind How of many comments did we miss when you were on mute this whole time? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll show myself out. Uh, listen, guys, storks, fish in the butt is one thing, but uh, I'm, I'm feeling like we need a little iguana shakedown right here. Mm. And here's the thing I didn't know about. Well, here's one thing that I knew. Uh, Pontius has very nice butt cheeks as we see him get into the water where the iguanas will be swimming today. 
I'm telling you, those butt cheeks are magic, magical. Like it was enough for me in episode six to find out the meaning of life just gazing upon those <laughs> glorious golden buns. Uh, this time you get a nice close up of that. He's got the the floss riding right up, right up in in the crack there. I I gotta say, good underwear choice. Uh, the you know, wild boys in style. I missed that. I, I've missed that. Uh, I gotta tell you though, this iguana swim. Uh, these things are bigger than I thought they were. They're fucking like, huge, dude. We're we're going in the water with Pedro, our expert. And he pulls it out. It emerges out of the water. Like, this fucking thing looks heavy. How, how much you figure one of those things weighs? Just looking at they, it. They don't weigh as much as you would think. But because uh, we, we literally had an iguana basically that size. If not, oh, no way. a little bigger. I, I don't know. Rex no, it was, wasn't, wasn't quite was that big. big. Yeah, Chris and I grew up, we had a pet iguana. It's so funny, our family's like, no, we can't get you a cat or a dog or anything like that, but we will get you a fucking iguana. Like, okay, yeah. sure. Weird, yeah. weird choice. But it was enormous. It got big. It didn't quite get this big, and it wasn't quite as, as hefty, like not as thick. But they're not very they're not very heavy, um, but very big. It, this, this made me nervous. So basically, the premise is uh, 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 Pontius is going into the water with Pedro Ack, uh, one of my favorite Pedro characters from this episode, exactly. Pedro's the best, yeah. And they shake trees, so the iguanas run down the tree and then swim away, and they catch them in the water. To me, yeah. I feel like I'd have a better shot catching an iguana if I just climbed the fucking tree. Why do they <laughs> let it get in the water? It seems bizarre, but uh, ah, they had fun. success. They bought, they bought, uh, they bought, they caught two of them. It was, it was great. Except. If, if you know about iguanas, you know this. If you grab them by the tail, they can detach their tail That's to get away from a predator. Pontius was trying to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Pontius went straight for the tail, and, and it looked like... I, I was surprised, actually, that it didn't detach the tail, Dude, and that, it, that would take a while to grow back. How, how about Pedro with the line of the fucking sketch? Look, mine's bigger than yours. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It, it, you could tell he's like... He almost looks like he's like... um uh, what's, what's, like He's like Mexican, like Aztecian. But he has the full-on Belize, like, Caribbean-style accent, which is just the fucking greatest combination. That's uh, awesome. He just seems like yeah. the greatest guy. He, and when he says drops that line with that accent and everything, you're like, I just this guy is just perfect to be in these sketches. Oh, totally perfect. You're, like, so right, too. He fits right in with the boys. He's, like, one of them. I love that about Pedro. Right right off the bat, I could tell he was good shit. One thing I noticed about Pontius in this whole segment, I don't know if he was, like, maybe a little high or something. <laughs> The whole time he's just chuckling. Like they get in the water, he's like, he, 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 he. "This is the iguana. Look, Pontius. <laughs> so Look at him." So <laughs> here's here's the thing I've noticed. I've noticed this about time. this. The the later the the more and more episodes we go on, I think they've they've caught on to the fact that people really like Pontius's laugh, and I think yeah. half of them are done in ADR. Like half of them are in post. It's nah, him laughing. On. No, no, I'm serious. I'm, which is fine. It adds to the it adds to the the whole feeling Chris, of we, it. Are we opening this can of worms again? Goddamn. You, you know what? The sad thing is, there's a point where I'm, I'm actually going to open up this can of worms. Oh, huge, fuck. He's converted you. Yeah. What so, happened uh, while I was on mute for four episodes? <laughs> fuck. Listen, guys, I, I think this looks like a lot of fun. It's not too dangerous. I think this is one you and the whole family could enjoy. Get the kids in there, you know, go catch some iguanas. Why not? Oh, yeah. Not? And hey, uh, Chris, after the show, iguana see these nuts. Am I right? Hey. Let me see them nuts. Hey, uh, when the, they introduced the next animal in the next segment, uh, I thought I heard jaguar reindeer. It is Christmas time after all, but this is unfortunately not a jaguar with big antlers. This is the jaguar rundi, which is a small wildcat that evolved from the puma. And uh, I just realized during this part that is that Manny doing the vo- the voiceover of the uh, the mock David Attenborough? Because I, th- I think that's Manny, isn't it? Don't know why I didn't catch that sooner. I think so. I think Manny kind of goes in and out with some of the introductions to uh, to the animals throughout throughout the series. Yeah, very well. Just a little fun fact for you. But this is Central America's. Uh, well, it's a pretty dangerous creature. I wouldn't say it's the most dangerous, but uh, it's a jaguar after all. And uh, when you're in the presence of a jaguar rundi, you gotta show off your jaguar undies, as this the boys great. do to great effect. Love that. <laughs> but uh, nobody is more of a wilderman than Steve-O. And in this next segment, it's Steve-O touching plants that look kind of like this. some sort of clover or something, and they wilt and die. I have no idea. I have no context for what this is. Oh, you guys really? have a backstory for this one? I, I, I was a I little confused. I think about this all the time ever since seeing this the first time. Like, I just would pay any amount of money just to be in a <laughs> giant field of these things. Like, dude, you're dead. Dude, you're dead. Yeah, because he like touches them dead. one finger and they just wilt it's, instantly. Oh, it's it's I, a defense mechanism they have where they close off to predators as soon as they feel anything. 
So Do it's they like they're not. Yeah, yeah, they're not dying. They're just closing, like a like a uh, a Venus flytrap can close. Like some plants can move, right? Uh, and and that's what it does. But it, he's the the premise is hilarious. He's like, I the the one thing I don't have is a green thumb. I, everything I touch dies, like a fucking uh, cursed, further cursed King Midas. Uh, and Steve-O's clearly having a lot of fun with it as yeah. well. I like this one. I almost wonder why they didn't insert like a dick joke there, though. He could have made a great joke about, you know, jerking off and penis shrinks. I don't know. There's opportunities, all I'm saying. Doesn't sound uh, like it. Doesn't sound like there was based on that. <laughs> Where's that mute button again? Anybody, uh... Hey. <laughs> Come on now. <sighs> Listen, guys. Uh, you guys want to talk about really extreme things that uh, any man would be fearful of doing. How about feeding a bird mm-hmm. some nuts? Huh? Oh, but, yeah. Uh, Pontius here, he as he says, he hasn't brought any trousers to keep them in. Uh, and I got to say, like, I'm not doing this line justice, but Pontius here is putting on his best fourth grader in the Christmas concert performance. He's like, I haven't brought any trousers to keep them yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like he's reading off a cue card or something, and he's just... He's just being himself. I love it. Uh, but he's got a special nut bag today. Can anyone name the bird here? Name that bird. What bird is this? I, in my notes, it's called it the nut bird. That's a great curacao, guys. I'm oh, going to go with Chris on the great nut bird. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a great curacao. Well, whatever it is, uh, that whatever bird is a fucking point. idiot because it thought it, that uh, Pontius' nipples were nuts. That was no, hilarious. No, it's no. so basically the premise is, is Pontius just lets nuts hang out of his nutsack, which is great. Uh, and then and then he just uh, gets up close and personal with the bird and the bird goes straight for his nipple, like the bead on his nipple. And Pontius looks so fucking excited and terrified. This is such a Chris Pontius look when he's just most. like, yeah, if you he's like, think, like he would just be like the best guy to be like an SM, S&M victim or whatever. Oh, I bet, like you, I bet you. I bet you. What do you call them? So uh, he, a, a sub, a sub. Him, a sub. When he got his little nipple bit, he's he like he was hurt but excited and exactly. aroused and didn't know what to do. Like he had all those emotions go through. He was just like it was just exactly like you said. So it was funny. awesome. It was awesome. All I'm saying though is that bird is a fucking idiot. Because like I don't know about you, but I've never been blowing a guy and been like, hey, let me let me tickle the balls a little bit and then reach up and you know. Did you ever, did you ever get into the guy's blue hole? Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. That was like expert level. You guys have I've been, been practicing. You've been practicing or something. But yes, let's let's investigate the blue holes, shall we? Listen, uh, this is a really deep part of the ocean. It's kind of an anomaly. It's just, you know, nice blue tropical ocean. And then in the middle of it, just darkness. And it's, it's almost terrifying. like a perfect circle. It it's is terrifying. terrifying. What fucking lives down there? I don't know. But let's go down there and dive and find out. The Car- Caribbean reef shark is one of the inhabitants of the blue hole. I would love to swim there so bad. Devo's Are ready you to serious, go in. Chris? Would you, you know, swim there? It's like you... one of my dreams. Is to sw- I've always known about this blue hole. I've been oh, diving there so badly. Like those sharks, like it's like one of those weirds where that um, there's these weird places in the world where sharks they just like get this melodic swim where they swim in circles. They have these different types of weird holes. And a lot of them, they don't tell people where they are because they don't want like shark fisheries to come in and go after these things. But they're in this like hypnotic motion these ones seemed a little bit more intense so maybe it's not the same type of phenomenon but i really want to swim with sharks and this seems like reef sharks are just like you know the puppy dogs a shark so i kind of i like don't care take that don't some care. puppy dogs are mean uh i did like the tone of this one though every so often in yeah, wild yeah. boys every so often in wild boys they 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 go to a segment where it's not about being funny it's more like you know what it reminds me of is is in jackass when they have these segments where it's like the like skating or something it isn't funny no one's getting hurt it's just kind of cool like from a skate video or something like that this yeah. is just like have some hardcore music we had david bowie when when the wild boys were swimming in a reef a couple episodes ago i think in australia in the great barrier reef and this one kind of reminded me of that it's just steve-o swimming with some sharks it was gorgeous the music was good i had a fun time with this one they ended up with chico who is oh just yeah fucking the love of my life and him and steve-o like you could tell steve maybe that's why steve-o was in such a good mood yeah like, this is like Chico the best the mood I've seen him in in a while in a few episodes. And yeah. he just was hanging. And the monkey was so genuinely concerned when Steve-O went yeah. in. When he came back, he was so happy to see him again. I was like, this is just the best. Steve-O fucking loved Chico the monkey. And Mikey, if you, I think it was last episode, you were asking when they're doing the aquarium swim if, you know, maybe Steve-O's really scared of sharks. Right. Clearly, Clearly not. not the case. Clearly not. He has no problems with sharks whatsoever. And yeah, this is just a rock on awesome little cool thing to watch. Yeah I, yeah, I like this one. I like this one quite a bit. But did you guys notice, and we'll get into this later on, this episode, more than any other, split up 
Steve Owen Pontius. Like they weren't in many segments together. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, that's that's an interesting observation. I I didn't really realize that, but you're right. It's because it's because Chris. Yeah, Chris found uh, found Pedro, and he's his new wild boy. Because we get those two together in the next sketch as well. We indeed we do, and they're going to go on a little trek into the forest. And uh, good thing Pedro knows these parts because he's leading the way. He really is the hero of this episode. I know he we really keep saying is. that, but I fucking love that guy. They're going to a very uh, scenic destination today. This is the cave to hell, as Pontius. I don't know where he just he like seems to just pull that out of his ass. He's like, this cave <laughs> cave leads to hell. I'm like, all right, I'm uh, along for the journey. I don't even care if that's true. That's fucking cool. Uh, I was waiting the whole time for like the pneumatic air can and to shoot Pontius in a devil costume out somewhere. Oh my but God, that unfortunately, would amazing. <laughs> we did not get that. Uh, but hey, maybe there's a guy in there waiting to punch him. I don't know. We'll find out. You know out. what? I, I've recently realized, I think one of my biggest fears other than snakes, probably my biggest fear is is like caving. Just like uh-huh. doing cave shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you 100%. I'm so Dude, claustrophobic. Yeah. I never realized it. I just watched that fucking documentary on the... Uh, all those uh, Thai kids the, from the Thai soccer team that were stuck in the, the cave. Do you remember that happened in the news a while ago? Is that the documentary mm. called The Descent? No. No, the documentary with all the, the chuds? Oh, I thought The uh, Descent was the one about my balls. Uh, oh, true. And true. the, uh, and the, the late yeah. descent I'm that so, I experienced so the, the descent into is, my is, adolescent. The uh, Descent is a mockumentary about, about cave diving, and then they end up finding chuds, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Chuds? Oh, oh, oh chuds. Chuds, chuds, baby. Yeah, but nice. yeah, no, just caves in general, Listen. they're just so sketchy. The water Dude, yeah. flowed in, and they had to have, like, these this dive team, with these all these old guys that love cave diving from Britain because the Thai Navy SEALs, like, didn't understand how to get in there. They had no idea. These kids were in there for, like, months, and they're running Fuck. out of oxygen, and they, it was just, it's a fucking... Oh, it's absolutely terrifying. So when I see them go into here, it's just like, I don't want and just tight crevices. I don't want anything to do with caves. Yeah. But I do have uh, <laughs> my next, you know, the, the old segment, uh, hand jobs with Chris. I got a question for you guys. Oh, fuck. This is back. Answer. Oh, geez. It's hey, Chris, why, on didn't mute, you, why, didn't you, why didn't you have I'm this segment? I'm waiting for finally. I was going to say, why didn't you have this segment when it was just me? I did. Hand jobs with Chris? Just me? No, maybe I didn't. I think I... I just want to give somebody a hand job, and I'm hoping it's not my brother. It'd be a little <laughs> weird if I actually just, you know, just said it straight to you. But so here's okay, what, what now. What are the logistics of this? We've never laid this out. How are you going to give me a hand job? You know how far away I am from you. You're much closer to Mikey. Uh, you know, it's around Christmas time. Did you ever get Stretch Armstrong for Christmas? <laughs> stretch Armstrong. Oh, dude, I was just thinking about this. The, no joke. My my buddy, we were when we were little kids, had one, and I fucking love this Stretch Armstrong jaw. It's like. All I wanted to fucking play with. I don't know what the fuck that guy's made out of, but I love it. it we found gone. out. We found out what he's made of when he yeah. found his way into our fireplace. Oh, fuck. that's a true yeah, fucking story, it. and I'm pretty sure the fumes destroyed a member of our family. Yeah, oh that's man, why I am the way I am today. <laughs> yeah. So here's a question though. It. Yeah. Yes. What is the difference between a stalagmite and a stalactite? Oh, it's an easy one. I got this. No googling. I see where your eyes are going. No, no, I got this one already. A stalagmite is a uh, is a calcium deposit from drips which forms on the bottom. A stalactite are drips that form from the top. Fuck. Oftentimes, was... you'll have one on the top, one on the bottom, and after thousands, millions of years, they'll meet. But yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to go with. Class, uh... I remember that one, and I and I just like you know you make those little mental games. It's one of the things I've always remembered my whole life. Stalactite T is for top. No, it's easy. It's easier than that. Stalag tight, they have to hold on to the roof really tight. Oh, perfect. And a stalagmite, nets are on the ground. Yeah. I was going to say, one, one you, you might last 30 seconds, and the other, you might last a little longer. Hey, I like was that. Was that a stretch? I was trying uh, to make a vagina joke. Another you know, Armstrong, yeah. Tight crevices. Uh, so, uh, Mikey, when are you free today for the uh, handjob? Yeah. Yeah, just give him the handjob. That's fine. I'll leave my door unlocked Listen. for you, Chris. Oh, perfect. that's creepy. I love it. I, actually, I don't know if I love it. I take that back. But you know what I do love, guys, is Satan's Kulo. Did you catch that when he said Satan's Kulo? Yes, yes. It's lubricated, What does that mean? Guys. I don't know I don't what that know, means. Yeah. In Spanish, a Kulo is an ass. It's ah, a Satan's ass, oh, and it's lubricated. Oh, is that like that, that song? Da, 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 kulo. Mr. Like Worldwide that, uh, has fit that into <laughs> many of his songs. That's true. Yeah, can't say I know the song, but all right. Uh, a, I'll, I'll take your word uh, for it. Yeah. Oh, it's a Pitbull song. All right. Mr. Worldwide. Oh. 
I should have known with that impression. How silly of me. Uh, <laughs> listen, have you brought women down here before, Pedro? Many, many, says Pedro. I, I don't think him. Pedro quite got the context of this because uh, when, when Pania says, I bet you've gotten a little, haven't you? And uh, that's, yeah, that's like universal right there. You don't, he's, no matter what language laid. you speak, just mumble, and everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Pedro's definitely laid down and had a fucking thick, thick ting from Belize sit on his stalactite. There you go. Stalagmite. Hey, man, if you want something to sit on, though, check out these cave cactuses. Ancient men used to sit on them when their wives were out of town, according to Pontius, which I love. Um, That was great. And hey, what way to better, you know, to cap off a long day and your picnic in Satan's Kulo than with naked Pontius. He emerges from the darkness and says, now you've seen all of me, and uh, that's all I needed. I've He's never realized from like light to dark. Catch me if you can, Pedro. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I've never realized I wanted to do something as badly as being naked in a cave a, a, until I saw that. That looks so satisfying. Yeah. What is it? I think it'd be nice and humid down there. You yeah. Know? All your joints and crevices would be lubricated. Now I understand the chuds. Ah, yeah, you go. It's not so bad after all. Not not such a bad fate. You know, you're stuck in a cave with your buddies. You you know, maybe the the mine shaft collapsed. Don't worry. Everybody just get naked. It'll you'll all have a great time. It'll be okay. Hell yeah, uh, guys. Speaking of caves, though, we're not quite done. Stevo, uh, this is like the B plot. Like it's like the sim- episode of The Simpsons. While uh, Homer is busy in his cave, uh, Bart and Lisa have gotten themselves into quite the conundrum, <laughs> haven't they? Uh, Stevo's in a cave of his own, and uh, he's in a cave full of bats and he says that this is the most dangerous animal to be around if you're a banana the fruit <laughs> bat is here and steve was hanging out with them uh um, the this doesn't really go anywhere though he put the banana in his mouth and i'm like oh my god he's gonna let the bats feed totally on the banana. totally and i'm like that is so sketchy i was kind of glad he didn't because that's just bizarre and weird and that freaked me out because bats are filthy animals but yeah, they just this was nothing. I don't know. This is pretty. Yeah, lame. It, well, it was, it was an interstitial, right? Like I, I thought it was going to be more, and I think they could have made it more, but if, it was if just kind of boring. For the point to hang upside down, get a yes. costume, get in yes. there. You might want to do something a little bit more. Like, what's the extra step? You know what I mean? One hundred percent. I agree with you. I'm Chris, glad we can shake they at hands least... over that. We can. Yes, I do. I do firmly agree. I will salute you as well. He'll be shaking something later tonight. Listen, hi, I'm Steve-O, and this is the Anteater Piggyback. He doesn't actually say that. I just feel like we've been missing missing some of those. I miss it, boys. Well, there's I a good it. jackass reference later in this episode. There is indeed. But God damn it, Adam. Adam is the Anteater. Ow, Adam. Ow. Ow, termites, as Steve-O lays down onto a termite hill. <laughs> I love the commentary here. He starts yelling termite bites, termites bite. And uh, now he's asking the anteater for help frantically. Steve-O oh, is yeah. clearly in distress here. <laughs> I don't blame him. He's covered in termites like they're up in his chest hair. It looks like someone just coated him in brown sugar or something. He's just like all dirty with, with termites. And fuck, I would not want to be in that situation. Boys? No. It looks uncomfortable. This one is another one that I feel like could have been a little bit more. I think Steve-O didn't let it become more. It would have been better if they just tied him down, put the honey on him, and let everything work. But you could even hear people behind the scenes just like, Steve-O, just let the anteater do what the anteater's going to do. Uh, you know, they're they're fighting against the fact that a termite bite apparently hurts more than a fire ant bite. Uh, yeah. and, and if they told him that, he never would have done it. Here's something interesting for you. Not so much to do with the sketch because I don't think much happens here and there, I don't really have anything to say about the the performance itself. But, Chris, I think you remember this from when we were in Africa. Jay, you might not know this. Oh, no, I totally remember this. Oh, from, yeah. when, from when Chris and I were in Africa? He was yeah, actually no, totally. on the trip the whole time just on mute. We didn't know. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking mouth when I laugh is destroying uh, me. I can't yeah. wait for this to go away. Um, the the uh, uh, termites, you know, you see them, they're tiny, right? But they have termite mounds all over the place in Africa. Did you know, Jay, that if you weigh all of the termites on planet Earth, it weighs a t- it, they'd weigh a total of roughly 445 million tons. If you weighed all the humans on Earth, they would weigh roughly 350 million tons. All the termites in the world weigh 100 million tons more than all the humans in the world. Wow. So crazy, eh? Listen, I don't want to fat nuts. shame or anything, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that is a fun fact if there ever was one. Uh, it ain't no George Bush or whatever uh, the fun fact was today, but I'll take it. True. I'll take it. Chris, I'm throwing you a bone here. Listen, you're pretty hey, quiet over there. I like you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about 
The Jaguar sneak attack, which this is, is our next segment. This is why I got quiet. This is why I got quiet. <laughs> I gotta admit, guys, this isn't fucking real. If you see the person huh. the Jaguar is sitting on, when they, the camera goes on top, it's a wooden... It's like a two-by-four. That, that was built for an area, and there's also like wooden things propping up, like a T-prop up. So th- th- this is clearly a Jaguar in captivity. If you look in the back, you could actually see where the opening is. You could see it's not in the oh, middle of shit. the jungle. And then, uh, okay. yeah, you know what? I mean, you know, I want to play nice and, you know, play into a lot of this wild boy stuff. That, but they do admit later on in life that almost all of the big cat things were actually, like, filmed in, like, Florida, like, Tiger King type places. Oh, no way. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. Th- some of them are real? legit, but most most of the big cat stuff, they, they weren't even filming on those sites. And they there's no way in hell you could do this with a real Jaguar. The Jaguar wouldn't be sitting there. It, it kind of takes away from it. I didn't even want to open that up, but they talk about it all the time. And this was clearly not even mm. close. To you know what? Real. Like good on them then, because their reactions, especially Pontius's when he got back down, seemed so real. And now here's yeah. the thing. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe it was captivity, but I do kind of think that he was that close to a Jaguar. And oh, no, no. It, he definitely did that. It's yeah. just not, a, even when he, it's funny knowing in hindsight, because he makes a comment like, there is no such thing as a tame jaguar. Right. You can't tame a right. beast. Alluding right. to the fact that this is, even though it's not a wild, it's still not tame. So it's yes. still sketchy. Yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, the scariest thing is he gets up there and the and he's going to do the sneak attack. Stevo looks legitimately concerned the whole time. And when the jaguar turns around and gets angry with Pontius, you can hear from off screen one of the experts probably just being like, "Stay up there." Like, don't move. If you run, it's going to kill. Imagine being that scared and you have to face down the thing that's scaring you. That'd be so fucking scary. Who are you? Chad Michael Murray from House of Wax? Finally in a horror movie, (laughs) standing up to the villain and punching him in the face, just getting one good shot in. I mean, shit. In that scenario, too, how hard is it to listen to reason? You know, your fight or flight is active you're gonna make a decision are you really listening to the guy off camera being like don't move like no i don't even know how you keep your cool that that looks fucking terrifying he's shaking when he gets off rightfully so yeah i mean the one guy that would probably actually be able to stand up is that guy that clocked the fucking uh, kangaroo in the face you ever seen that video (laughs) when the the kangaroo is attacking his dog he just walks up the kangaroo squares up to him chest down he just Fucking cold clocks a kangaroo. That's amazing. The kangaroo stuns and looks at him. It's like, all right, I ain't fucking with this. I'm, I'm just not <laughs> I mean, that's that the guy would probably be able to hold his ground. That's the thing about the animal kingdom, though, is like, like we have pride more than animals do. So if someone punches us in the face, the part there's a part of us that's like, uh, now I need to get my licks in. An animal is like, say I try and I get hit again, that may be my life because if I'm injured, mm-hmm. I die. So a kangaroo mm-hmm. is just like, oh, this thing's going to attack me. I'm going to go away. That's I think that's why. They say, like, if you're dealing with a bear, make yourself as big as possible because the chance of it attacking you and risking injury is less, even though it knows it'll probably kill you. It's like, well, if I get a scrape on my toe and I get infected, their instinct is telling it to just back off. Exactly. Yeah. And you got to say you got to give Pontius some credit as scared as he was. Always Mr. Brightside as Pontius. As he gets down off the tree, he looks at the camera, chuckles and says, I don't know if this was a good idea. But it was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, he's great, man. He's fucking great. You know, when 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 Steve bails from a sketch, sometimes he just ruins it for everyone. Like he pulls a Preston Lacey, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago. Pontius always seems like to be yeah. I to remember be able when to you mentioned that. Together that was great. A good a good feeling. Yeah, of course you remember that, Jay. You were there. You were there, and we heard your reaction. Yes. Yes. You know what you should have done actually <laughs> to make sure that that we what? heard you was howl at us. You should have howled a little bit louder, and we would have known where you were. Yeah. That is a good yeah, transition I, there, Mikey. I think that might even beat the one that I did. <laughs> These fucking things, man, howler monkeys are just the worst. Like I like I said, I watch all those nature shows. Like oh, we're talking about howler monkeys shit. now? I missed the oh, transition. You didn't get I'm a segue? I'm fucking... Wow. That was the greatest... <laughs> no, I was thinking of saying something along the lines. I tried uh, sp- spreading cheeks and pushing real hard, but that didn't work. Uh, it's Jay, all right. Continue, Jay, please. Jay, Let Jay. the segues live when it's a good segue. That's why segue, my microphone smells so good now, The best thing about a segue is it, it gets you from one thing to the other smoothly. And Jay, you have this ability to be like, that was so smooth. Way smoother than what I was going to say. And then saying... <laughs> saying the slow thing <laughs> you're like you're like no that was a good one i was just gonna say something like this which I'm wouldn't not, have worked and like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not derailing the show am i 
Yeah, <laughs> so that's great. Um, Sorry, howler, howler monkeys. Howler yeah, monkeys, baby. They're fucking assholes, man. They keep people up at night, and they just fucking hate when people are around, and they just make these bellowing howls yes, all night. Assholes. Long. No See, the segue worked after shows. all. That's yeah. all I'm saying. They, uh, they. I, I like the host. The host. What? The uh, the guide here. His name's Mister Phallic. Phallic. Phallic's yeah. like a literary term for pertaining to the penis. Uh, which is great because this guy uh, uh, doesn't Fowler, seem yeah. like a dick at all. No, not at all. But listen, listen, guys, Pontius, he does have the best monkey call of all time. I think we can we can all agree on that. Um, of one thing I do have to say, though, is that uh, whatever he was saying to the monkeys, he must have been saying some real nasty <laughs> shit in monkey language because they are not happy with him at all. They were pissed off. Um, the thing, but their though, barometer, their barometer for what a monkey call is, is really low because they sounded nothing like monkeys. <laughs> and then, and then, do you think it's like it's like you know how, especially a few years ago, people had a propensity to make fun of an Asian accent, like whoa, no, 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 like they would do that, right? Like that was super common as kids. No. Keep trying that again. Like, yeah, Nobody was doing nope, that. Nope, you, you missed it. Yeah, that's that's all you're gonna get. Um, uh, maybe that's what the monkeys feel. The monkeys feel like like Chris is just being super racist towards them, like trying to imitate their way of speaking. Like that's not what we say. That's not what we sound like. Next thing you're gonna say, all us howler monkeys look alike. Isn't that what you're gonna say? I had a theory that the howler monkeys were communicating with the fire ants that Pontius was standing on to attack. Oh, wow. Because attack they do. And uh, these things fuck him up, man. He's got to yeah. get like uh, some fucking treatment. Uh, they find this little plant called a, what is it? The It's uh, called a jackass bitter. Jackass bitter. Mm-hmm. That's the one. And do you remember why they call it a jackass bitter? Well, it's so bitter that only a jackass would eat it, Mikey. And aren't wink, we in wink, luck? nudge, nudge. Uh, I love how he eats it. Says, doesn't bother me at all. Wonder why. Winks to camera. Immediately starts puking. Starts throwing up. It was great. I like this. That was so funny. This one, this one I really liked, even though the howler monkey bit was like, whatever. The fact that it transitioned, you know, as we try to do on this podcast sometimes, seamlessly from one thing to the other, from the howler monkeys to the. What if, what if, what if Pontius was like, oh my God, I'm standing in a nest full of uh, leaf cutter ants, and Mr. Phallic was just like, Ah, uh, those ants. There's trees, and uh, in a. I mean, I, I guess what you did worked, but I, I, you know, I was just trying to think of my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like uh, a real stand-up guy to me. It was great though, because uh, you mentioned Jay. They were fire ants, and that's what Pontius thought. But they were leaf cutter ants, which which are apparently oh, okay. different. But gotcha. fucking hell, how does an ant make you bleed like that? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. That is that is fucking crazy. Actually, I got some pincers. Yeah, know? it looks looks dangerous. It, like they're like a fucking they're they're an inch away from being a Pokemon. If you if they can bite you and make you bleed, they're an inch away from being a Pokemon. Hey, but you know what? How's this for a segue? Uh, much like the way Chris gives a hand job, or maybe <laughs> maybe a BJ if you want to go in that territory. This King Vulture, he gives Stevo a good nubbin, doesn't he? Hey, right on the arm. Like that. A good nubbin. And the way this vulture bites, it's like quick, but it looks like it's a, not maybe so much painful as it is just really fucking annoying. I'm, I'm sure it hurts, but he's just kind of nubbing at Steve-O's arm and Steve is just letting him do it. Um, but there's just like this expression that's coming across in Steve-O. Like he's having fun, he's laughing, but he's also kind of annoyed. It's kind of like you ever sit next to the kid in class who was so annoying that you just wanted to, to deck him, but he was also making you laugh because he yes. could just be annoying to that point. That was that... me for my entire life. <laughs> oh, right. That's right. Yeah. Chris used to tell us. <laughs> yeah. Tell us the stories. So I guess, you know, when we put two and two together, Mikey's spirit animal is a king vulture. Yeah, uh, basically. Like I that. also have weird skin tags on my nose. So that makes sense. <laughs> what are those things? Healthy. That's a stretch, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, they're just like hanging down. They kind of remind me of those jowls you get, you know, when you turn, you know, into your 80s and your skin's real loose, you know? Yeah, they, they, uh, they're, they're called a waddle. I actually looked this waddle. up because I'm like, what could the point of those? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? That little flap of skin yeah. on, on their nose. Yeah. I, I've looked it up and all I can see is like scientists don't understand what that's for. Huh. Pleasure, probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, it's probably some kind of mating, like the yeah. bigger the waddle, the more they could attract the pussy. The, yeah, the bigger whatever. the water, the bigger the waddle, the more the bitches want to coddle. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
Chris, you seem like you've had sexual intercourse before. Am I right in assuming that? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, this next animal is named after his raw sensuality, the kinkajou. Can you tell me a bit about the kinkajou? The kinkiest beast in the jungle. That's, (laughs) That's basically all you need to know. He may be from Belize, but he kisses like he's from France. But here's the thing. Of course, like, if... Having Pontius dress up in his usual thong with roses adorning his body and then putting that in front of any living creature (laughs) and saying that's that's the kinkiest creature. That's like starving someone for a month and making them scrambled eggs and saying that uh, that that they're hungry because you're the best cook in the world. Like, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got a problem with scrambled eggs now. What is this? No, it's it's just that Pontius is so sexy. Of course, everything living that with a pulse that you put around Especially him is going to get kinky. Like that, hundred yeah, percent sure. makes a lot of sense. So yeah, they might be. I would eat this animal a little wrong. Yeah, I would eat scrambled eggs off a, a hobo's abdomen. All right, there. I any t- any day of the week, you you scrambled me some eggs. I'm going to eat them. There ain't nothing it's wrong with a, with a good egg scramble. I tell added you. natural salt when you're taking scooping it off that ab- yeah. abdomen too. A little, little we bit call of sodium that for the, your um, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> We call that the um, oh fuck! I can't believe I can't remember the guy's name, the the chef who's always yelling at everybody. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon yeah, Ramsay. it's the Ramsay method. You just the need Ramsay to find method. a hobo, and uh, if you don't have any cream, you just you just uh, give the whole hobo a quick rub and tug, and there you go. Hell yeah! Uh, I'm whip him up. Egg guy. It's delicious. Because I, I love true. like how much I made that eggs up. put everybody off that's around you. Like I get such joy <laughs> of eating a hard-boiled egg because they smell so bad and everyone is just so miserable when you're eating them, but they're so delicious. Especially you put a little salt and pepper on there and you just get to see the look of like death stares from everybody around you. I love hard-boiled eggs. It egg. does ruin everyone else's day. And the problem is you can't even get rid of the smell because the shell keeps the smell. So you throw yes. it out in, in like a coworker that you don't like. You put it in their trash and, and just yeah, let exactly. them deal with it. Um, um, this, Guys, I, I this. hated this sketch, by the way. I hate these ones where they make out with what, animals. The kinkajou? They make me super uncomfortable. The animal's fine. The kinkajou's cool. But I, I just don't like... It's licking Pontius' nipples and he's making out with it. Like, I just... It makes me... <laughs> Pontius looked way, like he yeah. was uncomfortable after, too. He did. He was, like, genuinely, like, oh, so weird, man. Echoes of the horse come. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I was just going to say. Like, exactly. there's a little bit of guilt. Look, he, he knew what he did was wrong. He knew. He was a bad boy. But listen, yeah. guys, I got to tell you, I really, really got to tell you, this next animal deserves some mad respect from everybody. This is the taper, um, the largest animal in South in South America, naturally bred for their uh, abilities at making drywall corners look really, really good. So <laughs> really good at that. Uh, and Steve-O I- has a banana in his butt. So... Why, why is it like, it's such a go-to on Wild Boys. It's like, we don't know what to do with this animal. Steve-O, put some food in your butt and let's just see what happens. Like, they've done this 20 times so far. I'm not complaining because it's fine, but it's always just Steve-O, put food in your butt and we'll see what happens. Man, it never really pans out to much. No, it doesn't. When has <laughs> no, there ever really been like does. a good reaction? Except, <laughs> except for the crocodile one. Oh, with the yeah. chicken that was about yeah. it but it's like they're trying to to reclaim that and that probably came after this because that was in one of the jackass movies right i thought we gave that a low rating didn't we all agree that one kind of fell flat yeah we Terrible. may have as well actually yeah you might be right okay. yeah uh who, who knows guys i'm not saying anything i'm not saying anything because i don't make promises promises break hearts after all but i miss jackass boys i miss it a little bit i do i, I do miss, i feel like i feel like we need to Find a way, perhaps, to you bring that back, back in. I know that's not relevant right now. We're talking about wild boys, but I just miss it. Just miss it a little. Well, listen, Jay. I what? mean, every so often on Jackass, you get a snake biting someone, and maybe we'll maybe we'll do that in the next segment. If only the next segment had a bow constrictor biting someone. All right. By the way, bow constrictors as a snake person are like the best snakes. You can I, I totally agree. <laughs> they're they're, they're not poisonous they're right? so, well it's not the poison that scares me they're just so big they can't really sneak up on you yeah unless they're in a ball pit of course which is terrifying <laughs> but um, yeah, they can't, they can't like, sneak up on they're, you. they're they're just like they i i bet they're fast but you think they're slow they they're usually just like wanted to chill and just climb on shit so like as far as snakes go like the only snakes i've really had yeah the balls to hold have been bow constrictors and, yeah, yeah no, like what? Like what? Them. What is their? What is their? Their attack? What? What's their big threat? They, they hug you hug to you. death. They hug you to death. That's fucking awesome. That's amazing. 
Although if you don't want it on you anymore and you're trying to get it off and it's fucking holding on with the fucking jaws of life, like, ooh, that'd be a little sketchy, but... Okay, I, I, I see your point. I see yeah. your point. But this Tomato sketch tomato. was fucking awesome. I loved this one to end off on. What a great premise. It starts off with Pontius basically saying, like, uh, uh, every time you're hunting snakes, you want to make sure you keep your uh, keep your eyes open and keep them in your eyesight at all time, and then just throws on uh, uh, a blindfold. It's, it's kind of like yeah. those eels. It's like when something's so scary, it helps yeah. you not see it. Yeah, exactly. Not true at all, but it's yeah, the, the whole. Yeah, sorry, Jay. No, it's all good. Go for it. No, I just think the whole image of of a blind Chris Pontius holding a snake, not knowing where its head is, trying to introduce it to the camera, <laughs> and you as the viewer knowing that it's going to bite him somewhere. It's just a matter of where and when. It just, what a great feeling. I just, I really, really enjoyed this one. It was a great premise. I could have seen more of it. I think blind animal introductions should be a mainstay on Wild Boys. I totally agree. And Pontius gets bitten real hard. You know, blood is drawn, but what I love is that he picks it up a second time and he's, you know, holding it at length away from his body, but he's got way too much neck. He's He has not cinched up the rope quite nearly enough and it bites him a second time up on the upper arm. It just lashes out and gets him. It's like you think you would have learned your lesson the first time. I know. <laughs> but, uh, what a good fucking trooper, too. I feel like Steve-O would have got the first bite from the blind, like, petting of, of the snake and uh, and would have been like, I'm done. And Pontius is like, no, I got this. I'm good. Yeah. You guys got to settle something for me real quick here. Listen, uh, Chris, you made a comment earlier about how this is the type of snake that would be hard to sneak up on you, right? Now, when I was a kid, there was this water slide park near where I grew up, and all the water slides had different names. Uh, but two of them in particular, and I will mention this right now, that they were side by side, were the Sneaky Snake and the Octopussy. Now tell me that 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 had to have been planned, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm surprised I mean, that a kid's park they would call sign the Octopussy, yeah. but fuck, that's what yeah. you guys do out west, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, we would say we were, you know, excited to line up and ride the sneaky snake or, you know, get wet in the octopusy. And I, at the time, I had no idea what I was saying. And I, I think uh, the creator of that water park should be ashamed that he was, you know. I think it turns out that kids. people who create things for kids for a living are <laughs> often <laughs> creeps. Like, if you think, yeah. if you maybe not even pedophiles, but like, they always try to get away with something. Like, look at Disney. Look at all that. Remember his kids. Remember as kids hearing about all the things that snuck into a Disney movie that it was like, it was like, oh, yeah. And if you look, the guy's got a boner or like in Lion King, it says sex in the clouds or like uh, yeah, uh, you could see so boobs creepy. and this it's and that like indoctrinating kids into these. Yeah. Things. And then you 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 hear that as a kid. And even as a kid, I was like, there's no fucking way that's real. Like there were there were schoolyard rumors about everything. Now hearing that it is real, like I watched the Lion King and I saw sex in the clouds. You can see a boner in The Little Mermaid. There is a porn <laughs> tape in The Rescuers yeah. Down Under. All this shit is so, like, what are you guys doing? Stop it. They're children. Stop Mikey, it. Yeah. Mikey, you know, we can judge all we want, but I think we can at least say that we all turned out as well-adjusted adults, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. Now shut the <laughs> fuck up and watch the man put the banana in his ass. That's fair. And That's uh, fair. let's just not I mean, worry about it, here. all right? <laughs> Let's just not worry about it. And you know what? I don't want you guys to worry anymore either because our time here has concluded. We can wrap this up now. That's the end of the episode. I had a lot of fun, uh, like I do every episode. And uh, I'm glad that you guys can hear me again. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be in your ears. That, that makes one of us, Jay. of you. <laughs> 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 but which one does he mean? Chris, Chris is really happy. You're not happy with it, and I'm not happy with it. Well, Chris you, you just it. can't fucking smile right now, so maybe you no, could just no. be glowing with excitement right now. I can't That's tell true. the fucking difference. I am, I am way but, more excited than I look like right now. Okay, good, good. And listen, guys, we had a lot of fun here today. Uh, listen, I'm bad with numbers. Was this was this the last episode of this this yes, season? It was, it was. episode fuck. eight, baby. Well, listen, uh, I think we got to cover some ground. Um, you guys probably addressed it. I'm sure you did that. We were taking a break from Viva La Bam to yes. dive into Wild Boys head first. I think it's time we go back and visit the man, Mr. Margera, and the family. See what's been up uh, with them. You know, um, I feel like there's a little bit of a hole in our life—a veto-shaped hole. Uh, I'd, I'd call it a blue hole. <laughs> a blue hole, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna go back and uh, cap that off. I think. What do you guys say to that? 
I love Absolutely. it. Um, yeah, it turns out we've noticed that uh, we, we hear you guys. The the Viva La Bam episodes on YouTube are, are our most watched for sure. Uh, the podcast in general, like regardless of where we do it, listening wise seems to be pretty consistent. But uh, yeah, YouTube seems to favor the Viva La Bam episodes, uh, even though we don't have clips from those because we don't. Uh, it, it's it's hard for us to find. But hey, you know, we'll keep making them. If you keep watching them, we're uh, we're, we're good to go. Right on. And guys, I think that wraps up another episode. Um, find us, as usual, at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, you know, give us uh, give us a little recommendation. If you have a friend who is a Jackass fan, loves anything Jackass, you know, the movie is on the horizon. Yes, it got delayed, but we're on the trail. And, I mean, hey, what better way to get hyped? We've got, I think we're up in our 30s now for episodes, are we not? Uh, forgive me for not having the number. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're up there. So if you're new to the show, um, you know, you've got lots to binge on and listen to. I, we hope you've been enjoying it, but please do. Um, and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Uh, I believe uh, apps like Podcast Addict, Addict as well allow for reviews. And that helps us, uh, you know, appear in the rankings which is what we Speaking want of, i'd love to i'd love to read so. a, a review just to give a shout out to everyone who yeah. who actually takes the time to yeah. do it and if you if you leave us a review we will uh episode by episode go through and, and read some of them online give you a little bit of a shout out uh the title this is through apple Podcasts. who knew i needed this from camper underscore 22 via apple Podcasts. i didn't realize how much i wanted a podcast like this until a friend recommended it i loved this show more than anything else as a kid and it's clear these guys do too thank you so much camper underscore 22 uh very nice review Go camping with camper underscore 32 hell yeah no, he seems like a good dude baby you can put on some leopard thongs and uh and, and a shout out to switzerland happens. where under the category of after shows we reached rank 14 wow hey <laughs> so who knew fucking Sweet. hey all it's right switzerland coffee. listen hey uh it's, i don't want to disappoint any sorry chris what's that I said we should eat some chocolate and scam some money. Right, the two pastimes of yeah Switzerland, of course, <laughs> and, and our, our numbers just plummeted. We are yeah now we're in the <laughs> the low hundreds. Uh, Chris, listen, um, and listeners, unfortunately, the hand job contest does not extend uh, to listeners of the show, but we're working on it. We'll figure something out. Until we'll then, find a way. I'm gonna say goodbye, and uh, I'm happy that I get to say goodbye. It feels like it's been. Feels like it's been too long, boys. So, um, how does this go again? Uh, I've been doing it for you the whole time. Bye, I'm Jason Wilwood. <laughs> I don't sound like that. You, you have the passion. Audio doesn't lie, dude. Yeah, audio doesn't lie. <sighs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> Bye, I'm Jason Wilwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. Sound Audio Production.